afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with us today. Oh, we've got a wonderful show in store for you. I've got a beautiful guest in studio today. I'll show them, uh, for those of you on the Facebook live stream, I'll, I'll turn it around in a moment. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day. But actually, you know what? Before I do the quotes of the day, I just want to let everybody on the station know if you're tuning in and you may not have heard, we've got a bunch of new shows on the station. So um, over the past couple of months, you've probably listened to at least one episode of Oscar Nordstrom's Off the Beaten Path immediately follows my show. And Tuesday nights now, we also have Noreen Sumter doing her new show, Beyond Potential, uh, Tuesday nights after the Robin Callie show. And coming up, like in the next two, three weeks, we've got two more shows coming on board. Uh, first of all, I am completely thrilled that Larry Sharp is coming back to the station. And for you longtime listeners, you know he's been with the station since the beginning. He's left a couple of times, come back a couple of times. He's coming back the third time with his new show called The Governor's Mansion because he is running for governor of New York State on the Libertarian ticket. And you, anybody who's familiar with Larry know he's an out-of-the-box thinker. He's a great guy. And I'm like so thrilled that like somebody I personally know who's like a real human being and somebody I trust is actually running for governor. So it's like I can vote for somebody that I can say, like, I know this guy. Like, he's a good guy. Like, you guys should vote for him. I know him, really. So uh, you're going to hear me talking a lot about him over the next coming year. And he's starting his show on the 20th. His show will come on immediately following... um, uh, uh, Michael and Hassan show Secrets of the Sire uh, Wednesday nights, so it'll be Wednesday nights 9pm on the 20th and then uh, another new show Antonia Thompson is joining us uh, with a new show called So Now You Know and it's going to be kind of like a human interest show um, she's got amazing people she's going to interview and tell their story and her show is going to start airing on October 2nd at 7pm on Tuesday nights immediately before the Rob Robin Callie show. So now you got a nice sandwich. You got, you'll have Antonia, then Robin Callie, and then Noreen. I mean, Tuesday nights is going to be a fun night. And then Wednesday nights, you know, Michael and Hassan, and then Larry. Oh my God, the station is just exploding. You guys are going to have so much fun, so much entertainment, so much joy uh, listening into the station. Uh, I'm really thrilled and excited. Okay, let's get to our quotes of the day. I know you've been waiting all week long for our quotes from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe, ooh, a super secret money insight from your magician friend, the universe. While great joy inevitably yields great abundance, rarely does this relationship work in reverse. But hey, at least you'll be rich. Whoop-de-doo, the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike, excuse me, I'm getting all choked up. We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us that 
you know, uh, where does all abundance start? It starts inside of us. And it's not about what we do. It's really about how we feel. And the more joyful, the, the happier, you know, in, 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 uh, in, in the terms I'm used to saying, the higher our, our vibration is and the better we feel inside, that energy carries out from us and that energy is what attracts abundance to us. And the thing is, and what it says, and this is really key, rarely does this relationship work in reverse. In other words, if you're not feeling good, if you're depressed, if you're angry, if you're sad, if, if you're in that sort of vibrational state, which many consider a lower vibrational state, you're not going to attract the abundance. You're not going to attract the success. So it's just a little reminder from the universe that, you know, the abundance, wealth, flow, prosperity, it all starts with how we're feeling inside first. Ooh, lots of viewers hopping on our Facebook live stream. Welcome, Susan, Ta. I love you, brother, Ta. Thank you, and, and I wish you all the best on your journeys as, as you and uh, Cole uh, travel uh, through the country over the coming months. I'm so excited for you. Uh, Lee, Suzanne, thank you all for, for tuning in on the Facebook live stream. Uh, okay, let's go. Our next quote from Abraham. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. You are meant to succeed, and failure should feel bad to you. Life is supposed to go well for you, and when it does not, there is something wrong. But what is wrong is not something that is outside of you over which you have no control. What is wrong is within you, and you do have control. And taking control is not difficult to do once you understand the basis of who you are and the basics of the law of attraction and the value of your personal emotional guidance system. Abraham. Amazing. I mean, again, I swear I did not cherry pick these quotes. These quotes came to my inbox this morning, both very much in alignment and and very much about the same thing. Um, It's all about how we feel on the inside. And you see Abraham saying, you know, not only are we meant to be abundant and and wealthy, but we're meant to succeed. Now, what does success mean is different for everybody. And success is not just about business. It's not just about a paycheck. It's not just about how many zeros are in your bank. Success can be just relationships, friendships, community, health. It it can be uh, affecting positive change. Success can be so many things. And what Abraham says here is that, you know, when life isn't going well, there is something wrong. But that's something wrong. It's not about the outside world. It's not about the economy, the president, the, 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 your boss. It's always about what's going on inside of us. You know, how successful we are really, really has to do with how well connected we are with our heart, how grounded we are in that feeling that we are the creators of our life and that we have 100% control over how we respond to anything in our lives. 
All right. We, we may not have control over the weather. OK, we definitely don't. Just look at what's going on. We may not have control over the economy. We may not have control over a million and one external things. But those external things do not dictate our own success. What dictates our own success is what's going on inside of us. And this is why it's so important to do that deep internal work. And and this is something, I mean, I can really speak from personal experience now, especially over the last like three years that the, many of you know the shamanic work I've, I talk about and I've been doing and, and how much it's affected my life. And, and I can see as I get deeper and deeper in the work and, and, and really start touching upon those core issues and as I start to unravel these knots and work things out, like things are just shifting and changing around me. I mean, you just heard me at the beginning of the show talking about all these new shows we've had on the station. I'm not doing anything different. I may feel different, but I am personally not doing anything different than I was three, four years ago. Yet all of these new shows are coming on board. The, the newest show, Antonia, she just emailed me out of the blue because somebody she knew was being interviewed by somebody on the station, contacted me. We had a great phone conversation. She came down from Connecticut for a meeting, and I just thought I'd be giving her information. By the end of the meeting, she was like, sign me up. And I was like, what? Oh, wow, great. And, and, and I like that. That hasn't happened to me, and I, I don't even think since I started the station. You know, it's always been sort of a bit of a process. And so I, I say all this to say that the reason why externally things are shifting and changing with the station is because of the internal work and the shifts and changes that I have made. And I know how I feel inside is more solid, more confident, more loving of myself. And when, I'm, when, when we're more loving of ourselves, we can be more loving of others. So success is an inside job. All right? Now, I'm not going to define success for you. However you define success for you, that's what it means to you. What it means to me and what it means to you can be completely different things. I don't care what your definition is. But you need to be in alignment with you in order for that to manifest. And it's not about the next great strategy. It's not about the next program you got to take. It's not about the next seminar you got to go to. I'm not saying that all isn't helpful and important, but it's about doing the deep internal personal work. And once we do that, you know, then everything else just kind of fits together perfectly like that jigsaw puzzle and we start to flow. And that flow just reaches not just into our, our business or careers, but into every aspect of our life. So, two wonderful, great quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. Obviously, I did. And, of course, we'll have two more quotes for you next week. And now, as we switch around the camera on our Facebook live stream, I get to introduce to you our wonderful, amazing guest. And you see she's... 
absolutely radiant. I'm so happy to have her in studio today. So let me introduce to you Sacred Walker, who is the CEO and lead holistic trainer of Kumba Health LLC. Kumba Health is a wellness and leadership institute for rising and seasoned caring professionals to infuse well-being into their own daily lives, right? Because, you know, when we're in the serving profession, you know, we need well-being in, in ourselves and helps them to stay connected to the vision that called them to the profession in the first place. Sacred is a holistic psychologist, interfaith chaplain, and is deeply trained in several forms of mind-body approaches of caring, including drama therapy. So we love drama therapy. So Sacred, welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Oh, thank you for having me. And after those very powerful quotes and introduction, I am just in awe and I'm so excited for the time today. Ah, Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting, and I think it kind of, these quotes are very apropos for what we're going to talk about today, aren't they? Yes, they are. Absolutely. So, okay, I got to ask you the the obvious question first. Sacred Walker, where did that name come from? Because I would hazard a guess that probably wasn't your birth name, was it? So I get that question about two or three times every single day. day. So, <laughs> All right, so yes. from now on, you just tell them, listen to the show, and you'll get listen the answer. The you show. don't have to answer it ever yes, again. Yes, <laughs> no, but honestly, honestly, it is a gift. And I truly believe that we're all sacred, so mm-hmm. you're my mirror. And I truly believe that we show up when we are our best selves and step into our highest vision as sacred human beings. So I in no way need to be the epitome of sacred. But where the name um, has come from was why? I was in seminary training with many wonderful mentors such as Dr. Hyung Kyung, Dr. Cornel West, Dr. James Cohn. Um, I just had a real deep understanding and of some of the challenges that I had been through and also a deep understanding of the ways that spirit was showing up in my life. And I was fortunate to have been in a breathwork training with an amazing psychologist out at Columbia University who, through that experience, I had my own shamanic experience as you were sharing where it became clear to me the person who you thought you were that's not it. Hmm. From now on here forward, you will be Sacred Walker. And as I began to explore that more deeply, that was a name that had been called on my spirit for a very long time, Ah. ever since I was younger. And so what it came to me to be clearly to understand is that I am to be the one of many, but specifically focusing on the ways that I can cultivate inclusive spaces and remember and remind every single human being to step into the sacred that they are. Hmm. And then when someone speaks negativity, that speaks hate, that speaks harm into your soul, mm-hmm. that you feel like is resonating in you, to remind you underneath that you are love. Mm. And so that became clear. And when I looked, did more even research, I was digging and swimming in it. I was uh. so like, oh my gosh, spirit, let's move. And I had a naming ceremony. What it came to mean even more deeply is Sacred Walker is actually a shamanic journey. And it's the journey of going deep within to discover who you are and breaking free. And so I was like, of course, I'm a love (laughs) medicine practitioner. This is it. Uh, So um, so it definitely is big shoes to fill. And I'm fortunate to live into it every day. But that's the story of my name. And I'm so honored to my ancestors who've called this name forward. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, Sacred. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Mm -hmm. And when we 
come back, let's just talk about you know, kind of your background and like how you became a holistic psychologist mm-hmm. and, and sort of let, let's take our audience a little bit on your journey and walk in your footsteps a little bit, okay? Okay, sounds good. Wonderful. So we'll walk along with Sacred Walker. <laughs> so everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Our show airs every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc, and of course of course, on the Facebook live stream. And welcome, my friend POC, Peter O'Connor, to the Facebook live stream. Great to see you, brother. Um, okay, Sacred, so we, we, we found out where your name is from. Um, let's find out a little bit more about your, your background. Uh, have you always been like leaning towards the more sort of holistic and 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 uh, 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 I don't even uh, you know it's like I hate to use like these words that categorize things but like I mean has this always been sort of your bent in life or was this something that kind of came to you later on uh, you know after college or something you know it it it, yes and no. Okay. So my grandfather is a traditional healer in Jamaica. Oh, really? And many people come to him. He's um, of the Rasta tradition. Okay. Many people come to him to gain insight. Mm. And he was a part of a big movement to bring people back to Africa to keep them connected to the roots of who they are. Oh, wonderful. And so there is a strong line. My grandmother is someone who also is a healer in and of her own right in all of her spiciness. Yeah. And, um, and all together, I have about 50 aunts and uncles. So I come from a very large tribe. And so I have a gift for managing many different personalities, Uh, right? And so I found that that gift has come in handy in the way that I look at things in a larger macro sense. Like what's happening in the world? How does this interconnect? But then also zoning in based on my own personal experiences of going through some challenging times. Uh, That's really when the drama therapy, uh, the art... You know, the dance, the meditation, 
really impacted my life. And um, I would say that one of the largest impacts has been metta, has been around metta, which is loving kindness uh, meditation. Yeah, yeah, the Buddhist I, practice. That incorporating that into psychology, I have found to be um, profound. So how did I come to psychology? I had originally actually been interested in medicine. Oh. And I was really... So you always had that kind of interest in being a healer. Absolutely. But it was more focused in on like what's happening in the body. You know, where is the body out of balance, out of homeostasis? That was always right. curious to me. Right. And when I saw issues happening in my mother's family line, I said, okay, I'm noticing cancer. I'm noticing mm. certain kinds of, you know, abuse histories. I've always seen them as the same thing. Like right. what are ways, you know, um, that those things have been passed down. Mm. But it wasn't until I began to have things unpack that I realized, oh my goodness, yes, I'm addressing the physical body, but where are my emotions? Mm. And it wasn't until taking my first, co you know, college classes at Mega mm. Evers, at Hunter, at Long Island University, at Columbia, that I was able to begin to unpack the ways that emotions impact mm. the body. And so the uh, way that you were speaking about earlier, right. that sense of what's happening inside, yeah. how do we define success? I began to ask myself, why do I define success that way? Mm. Like, where did I learn it from? You know, right. and for the entrepreneurs out there, like what called you to this? You know, I had right. to ask myself that question. And so because I was so analytical, yeah. it felt like it fit. Um, that psychology felt like my calling. Gotcha. And I have to admit that I've been so blessed to incorporate different modalities right. that um, psychology is the base mm -hmm. to other, like others on a paintbrush, if you will. Right. Other, other swabs. Tools in the tool. And paint. tools in the tool bin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so, um, so you studied uh, psychology in, in school. Mm -hmm. um, when what made you decide to become a, a chaplain? So they've always felt the same to me. Okay. I believe that at the root of what is ailing you mm -hmm. is both a mind, body, and spirit issue. And right. so growing up, and I don't know if folks out here can relate to this, but I've always had something in my family where if something good's going to happen, your hand itches, your right hand. Oh, if something yeah. challenging is about to happen, your left hand itches. If oh. your right eye jumps, it means something. So I've always come from a belief system that your body sends messages. Uh -huh. And I didn't grow up taking formal medicine. Oh, so I okay. didn't know that when you have a headache, you automatically go ahead and take a Tylenol. Right, I've right. always grown up in a family that asked, why do I have a headache? Why uh, is it that I feel stressed? Why do I feel my head feels full? Why is right. it that my stomach hurts? So for me, because I was asking those questions, I had to take time spiritually to unpack that. So right. instead of going and say, if I'm having menstrual pains, right. most people would just pop two Tylenol and keep it moving. Right. I was taught to sit and pray and ask for insight. Uh, why is it that my womb is causing so much pain? Hmm. What are my ancestors trying to tell me? Hmm. Those were the questions that I asked. So it never dawned on me until I went to seminary that that actually wasn't medicine. Because in seminary, I learned, oh, wait, you don't want to study what's in this book? And so it felt there was a conflict. And so for me, that's why it was really about both psychology and spirituality. spirituality. But it. for me growing up and my hmm. training, they've always been one and the same, that that's your spirit telling you that something is out of alignment right. and getting insight 
it will help your mind and your body. Right. So, so I'm just curious. Your family's from Jamaica. Did you grow up in Jamaica or you grew up here? I know you so went to school and, here. Both and. So both hands. So I definitely am from Jamaica and I've gone back and forth. Mm-hmm. And my belief system doesn't represent the belief system of everyone from Jamaica. Right. right it's right. a belief system that's particular to my upbringing. Right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. All right. Wonderful. And so then what, um, uh, I mean, did, you didn't start uh, come to health like right out of school. It, it was a little bit of a process. Well, what made you kind of decide to like say, okay, I want to start my own venture and train people? Absolutely. So I had wherever I went and where I was working, I was working with vulnerable communities for about 15 years. Okay. And wherever I went, I would come in and create programs. So mm. I had done quite a bit of business management training as well. Mm-hmm. And when I would come in, I'm looking at it more of where is this community out of alignment and how can I support? And so Kumba Health was birthed out of that, that I Uh. began to put on retreats in organizations. Mm -hmm. I began to roll out 12-week programs that were about healing a specific ailment or guiding young people to put on a performance about their lives and they were healing in the process and transforming and building leadership and so out of these came these modules and intentions and I began to along the way find people like yourself Mm -hmm. who are dynamic beautiful (laughs) innovative who believe the same things that I did that the you know people aren't born bad or evil that if you give them space to grow they will If you cultivate nurturing environments, they will be nurturing outside of a few rare blends. But, (laughs) you know, we recognize that. Um, And so that Kumba Health came out of that. So about 10 years of really cultivating different kinds of retreats, working collaboratively, I was able to put together an organization that is really holistic. Mm. And so I would say maybe about two years ago, we went into business full time, Mm. where now we're able to offer services. But that was really a process of community supporting it and saying this is what we need right. and we were really meeting a need. Right. So it sounds like you really like uh, were working with communities. You saw the needs. You started, you know, offering certain things. You realized people are eating this up, that they're really hungry for these Correct. kinds of experiences and information. And it's like, okay, now I can, I can you know, there's a, there's a good way to now take this to sort of a broader audience and a broader way out there. Yes. Wow, that's beautiful. Because, you know, and people know I talk a lot about community on the show and how important community is. But but oftentimes we we don't realize, like, how can we impact community? And what community means to one person can be different from what a community means to another person. Hmm. so what are your focuses on Kumba Health? I mean, like, like, who are you really trying to reach, and, and who do you feel like are, are the people who respond the most to your message? So the people who respond the most to my message are those who see my specialty. And my specialty is mm-hmm. really working with individuals through our telehealth. Like, mm-hmm. that is our specialty. When we come in, we say, okay, what are the ways that you are seeing issues coming up repeatedly? So I've, I'm thinking of a couple of our amazing clients that I have now. 
they've picked up the phone and they just got out of a relationship. It wasn't mm-hmm. that they saw the relationship as their all in all. They realized, oh my goodness, this relationship has been hindering, but this person is the same as the last person and the person before. Mm-hmm. And so I'm dating different people with different faces, but same character same traits, person, right? right? Yeah. Or I have one amazing client who came and who was really addicted to sex. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that there's anything wrong. I think sex is beautiful and delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely dopamine in the body is released yeah. when <laughs> sex happens, right? And it enhances. But was spending so much on that, but was not focusing in on his goals uh, or wanting to step into purchasing a home or wanting to find a relationship that would give him the joy he longed for. And so you're speaking about the natural joy. Right. You know, so I was attracting those who were seeking those kinds of support, but talk talk therapy wasn't quite getting to it. Right. And also incorporating mindfulness was what they were longing for. So how do they help mm. focus on what right. they needed, etc.? So that's really what it is. I started out focusing in on sexuality and spirituality because that's my uh, training and background. Okay. Those who came looking at building communication, mm-hmm. those who came to me who wanted to increase vitality mm-hmm. or who were about to launch their practice and they had a desire for something strong. Their full-time job wasn't working for them anymore and they right. were ready to step out into something larger. Right. But it was all about desire. Like right, how do you fulfill your desire without feeling guilty? Right. Without feeling right. like you're bad or evil or you're breaking out of the box. Mm-hmm. And so the, the spirituality piece came in handy mm-hmm. because a number of my clients came from backgrounds that were Christian or mm-hmm. Jewish when they were taught that to have desires was ungodly. Right, right, and right. So to feel it, shameful. To feel shameful. And actually desires, when I studied Ayurveda in India, I found desires to repression of desires is actually more harmful to right. the body. Right? <laughs> exactly. And so those are the kinds of individuals that I worked with. And now we've expanded to working with organizations because we Mm -hmm. see teams also have breakdowns. You know, maybe a new person in the team brings a diverse background. You have a new person in the team who's trans identified. Mm -hmm. Someone in the team who's a person of color Mm -hmm. who's wrestling with the political changes. And it's affecting the team. A member of the LGBT community. Or the member of the LGBT community or of African descent. And what I found is, especially caring professionals, the more that everyone else's stress goes up, their stress goes up but then they're stress eating during lunch breaks they're drinking coffee and so those are the ones who pick up the phone and say hey sacred listen i'm noticing this painful moment in our team can you help us get to this powerful place and remember what called us to this work in the first place like i want to be a social worker i want to be a nurse to help people but i feel overwhelmed right right okay wonderful wonderful all right cool all right believe it or not time for us to take another commercial break um when we come back let, let's talk about how you know what kinds of help do people in the caring professions really need and what kind of uh, um, trends that, that you've been seeing lately over the time that you've been doing this because you've been doing this god 15 years mm-hmm. i can't believe it you look so young I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> being holistic keeps you fresh yeah it certainly <laughs> does so if you guys want to learn her secrets stay tuned we'll be right back after these messages you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture. 
then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420, on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're on uh, talkradio.nyc every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Big shout out to our fans on the Facebook live stream. Thank you for your kind words, Susan. I'm glad you like hearing my voice. Paula, Freddie, thank you for joining us as well. Um, So Sacred, uh, you know, we talked kind of about, you know, your background is you're a caring professional, right? You're, You're a psychologist, therapist. You work with community groups, individuals, um, but it sounded from what you were saying last segment like now you really focus on helping the helpers, mm-hmm. that, that you're really out to help the people like yourself who support individuals and groups as well. Yes. Um, so why did you kind of, uh, it's a little bit of a shift, right? It's kind of like from working on to the, uh, you know, in computer terms, we'd say working from the end user to working with the person who supports the end user or, you know, from working with the individual to working for the people who support the individual. Well, what do you find, it, what's the difference between supporting the helping professional to supporting the, the people they help? So the difference is that it's a matter of looking at perspective and the perspective just was that I realized all along the way I was doing both. Hmm. So while I was working with young adults who were struggling with a gamut of issues from suicidal ideation, depression, Hmm. looking at some of the struggles they had around healthcare and navigating their gender, there was always the nurse or always the doctor or always the psychiatrist that I was as well cultivating circles and trainings to create space for. And so I've been putting on retreats for years. Mm. And so far they've been separate. Mm. Separate in the sense that the retreats were happening annually and then the work that was happening on a daily basis was more with the young adults or adults Mm -hmm. that I was serving. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized was that I wasn't fully living my principles. Mm. And that became clear. Mm. I can't say that I'm holistic, Mm. 
and I offer wraparound support and not be very intentional that I recognize Mm. how easy it is to allow stress to impact not only your day-to-day, but spill out into your family life. And so the more that that became clear, the more that I merged them. So now, even when I work with an organization, I still take time to pull the management team aside Mm -hmm. and look at how can I work with you as an individual, one-on-one, as well as the group. Because at the end of the day, everything is about, from my perspective, balance, right? right? Right. If you have individuals who are in leadership who are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling like at the end of the day, you're not appreciated or valued. I recently did a survey with a group of managers and mm-hmm. all those who are watching who have their own businesses. You are managing not only your own life, mm-hmm. but you're also managing the lives of your family and the right. lives of your right. organization, even if you're an organization of one, right? Absolutely, but you and still touch other people's lives. Absolutely. And so when I did that survey, the biggest one was I don't feel valued in my role. Ah. That was the number one. And number two was I don't have enough things around me that nurture and encourage my vision Mm. and so when I did some research there was a Forbes article that recently came out that said that leaders who are not clear about their vision Mm -hmm. who are not living their vision but infusing that vision with cultivating like well-being forgiveness they were Mm. saying forgiveness is one of the biggest keys to success Forbes it's like go ahead Forbes wow right right like they're on to this conscious consultant piece so that became clear to me was what are the ways that I can be much more intentional mm-hmm. about not only supporting your vision, but if your vision is filled with, how am I going to make the bills? Mm-hmm. What's going on with my kids? Mm-hmm. Why isn't my daughter listening to me? Mm-hmm. How come this, that, and a third? If those are filling my thoughts, the more that we have these, what I, we're calling environmental stressors on a right. macro level, right. the more that our thoughts are not filled with, how am I manifesting my highest self? How am I living in a way that feels balanced? Right, because we only have so much mental capacity, and if so much of it is being taken to sort of manage the the, the difficult areas of our life, then how much of it do we have to really dream and and envision and and align with, you know, the good stuff? Absolutely, absolutely. And actually, there is a study that came out of the University of Stanford that was looking at the impact of love, and I found this amazing because I'm I'm a big fan of Stanford, and I'm also a big fan of, like, looking at studies around love Mm -hmm. and they were talking about the way that the brain changes Mm -hmm. when you focus in on love like the way and the way that love is developed so Mm -hmm. 50,000 years ago right Mm -hmm. love was mainly the energy the chemical in your brain that was released Mm -hmm. was mainly focused on okay this is now the love that I have for a child that was the attachment Mm -hmm. now it's about trust that same chemical is released that's about attachment it's about security right Mm -hmm. So that that's the chemical that was released. The same chemical that's released is the same chemical that when you meditate mm-hmm. and you take time every morning, mm-hmm. five minutes a day, mm-hmm. the whole front section of your brain gets stimulated in areas that it never would have before uh, by actually meditating on love, by drawing wow. love, by taking yourself to the doctor and being loving, mm-hmm. by doing something kind, altruistic. Mm-hmm. Those parts of your brain, so you actually have more brain space to focus so if you think about that it's like well how am i 
going to say I'm starting a whole new venture mm-hmm. of something that is innovative and new and maybe someone has never heard of it or mm-hmm. I'm doing it in my own unique way. If there are parts of your brain that you haven't even accessed right. because it's filled with other things. Right. And I, I found it, it works. And I mean, these are tools that mm-hmm. I know you are so in tuned with, but Absolutely. hearing that coming out of universities, so these, yeah. it's ancient knowledge that's coming <clears throat> to the forefront. Right. I mean, it's so interesting. It, it's sort of us in the holistic fields, like we kind of take it for granted and it's something mm-hmm. that we've learned over the years. But when you start getting the, the raw statistical data to back up and have the hardcore evidence about it, like that's when it, it has that much more of a, um, uh, um, of credibility to it in a way. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's like part of like my mission is kind of bridging mm-hmm. that gap between sort of the holistic quote unquote new age type of mm-hmm. uh, understanding with the very practical day to day business uh, of what's going on. And so like studies like this, where it shows, you know, when we meditate on love, like our brain, it, it's, it's a biohack in a way yes. our brains gets light up in ways never did before. Like that's, something a lot of people will hear and listen to that they wouldn't necessarily listen to if it was just like, oh, in order to be more spiritual, you have to sit and meditate on love every day. Right, exactly, exactly. And I feel like for years, I was like, oh my gosh, no, you don't understand. Like, (laughs) psychology is powerful. Let's talk it through, but let's also invite in. I remember once with someone I was meeting with and fortunate to serve, I brought in the power of the drum. They had not been talking about something. They didn't understand why their stomach was hurting them all week and they were about to do something huge but they had the biggest stomach ache and i know other folks have been out there where you're like you know i didn't eat anything strange like why is this thing bothering me and by bringing in drumming by the end of that their stomach stopped hurting them and they were able to do what they needed to do for their next chapter it was literally because they were so consumed with the fear of people's responses of how they were going to move that they were having a hard time moving forward and plus, they had a, excuse my French, damn good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they jammed out on the drum. There's yeah, no downside yeah. to it. Absolutely. You don't even need rhythm, trust right. me. You know? Right. And, you know, it's it's not that these fears were necessarily such conscious fears, right? These concerns weren't necessarily front and center. They're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. But underneath it, there are those unconscious yeah. fears that are still at play that are causing us stress, as you mentioned before. But we're not always necessarily consciously aware of that stress. Yeah, absolutely. 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 And, you know, we're human and we live in a world that sometimes, you know, we talk about the inner critic, mm-hmm. but we have a world that's very critical, critical as well. Yeah. You know, that's very, very critical. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not really one to kind of get into the politics, but we right. live in a very changing world. Right. And, and it, so, you know, I think the more that we can do to invite in the affirming right. is just we'll do so much more for how we move. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious you can see that the world is, is more divisive than it's ever been before so the more things that we can do to bring people together uh, you know the more it's going to benefit everybody absolutely absolutely beautiful beautiful yes. so, so I'm curious now you've been doing this work for a while I mean yes, yes you've been doing it independently for a couple of years but you've been doing it in a community basis for even longer than that uh, other than the, the fact that like uh, things are becoming more divisive are there any other sort of very general trends that you find the majority 
majority of people are having to deal with that there are some very easy ways to resolve. Absolutely. So um, I have something that I highly recommend to people that call, that you take it from autopilot to auto peace in relationships. Uh. So something that I was noticing a lot was, um, oh my goodness, and I know this sounds pretty basic, but it's deeper is an increase in sarcasm and increase in infighting. Uh, right. And so, you know, I like to make research um, references because I'm a big nerd. <laughs> down deep. Um, and so one of the things that research out of the university of Florida is teaching us out of Princeton is teaching us, um, is that, Connections, just like babies. Babies can't mm-hmm. survive without connection. Right, right. Babies can't survive without connection. Human beings, even though we are increasingly technologically focused, mm-hmm. really need each other. Mm-hmm. And so infighting or a moment that seems like a breakdown mm-hmm. or even feeling like divided in yourself. Like mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of trends of people, um, I call it the divided self, like of that coming up. So either you're divided with internally or you're seeing something shifting in a relationship that's often because there's a need not being fulfilled. Hmm. And so what studies are showing us is that there are similar to um, ways that you can cultivate a team to get people excited before, say, a big game. There's a chemical in the brain that is released that helps to encourage loving connection and can actually... um, Let's not go down that road. Can actually also be manipulated, but we're going to ah. speak about the way that it can be used in good ways. In a positive way, and yeah. so one of the trends that I have seen that um, definitely can be worked through, and the tools that I have used are in moments of infighting, going from that autopilot to auto peace, because you're moving so quickly, you might say something short to your partner, or you're moving so quickly, and you might say something and move quickly, and you're too busy texting to pay attention to the cat, for example, yeah, or yeah. you're so busy moving that you may not get a chance to apply to that MWBE or whatever that block is. Mm -hmm. And so having a moment where you inhale and you have a moment where you invite in auto peace, Mm -hmm. you're shifting autopilot because auto peace can actually save you a few hours of time. Mm -hmm. And if you can look at your, and some of the work that I do is around looking at time munchers, Mm -hmm. like what are the ways that your time munchers when you're in autopilot, when you're quick to snap when you're actually pushing people away when you want them closer you know what are the ways that that's actually not only not getting you what you need but actually blocking you from your higher vision of yourself and so that's been some of the work that I've been able to do with telehealth I actually had a um, one of my clients because I do telehealth and I walk through people's homes Mm -hmm. walk me through their entire home and literally piece by piece we shifted their whole home environment to make it more loving and nurturing for their higher vision of themselves. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, hold that thought for a minute. I want to come back to it. A uh, quick shout out to the more people on the Facebook Hi. live stream. Helen, Lily, Patrick, Julian, thank you. And Patrick says, moving through fears with drumming and not uh, no need for rhythm. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Patrick. Very good. All right. Uh, so we're going to come back and kind of wrap things up. We're going to talk a little bit more because you mentioned telehealth. So I want to mm-hmm. talk about that a minute. And uh, we'll let you know also how you can get in touch with sacred if any of the stuff she said resonates with you so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity my guest this hour has been sacred walker ceo of kumba health and we will be right back after these messages you're listening to the talking alternative network
Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comics' own Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From The Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Sacred Walker, CEO of Kumba Health. So, so Sacred, I just at, at the end of the last segment, you were talking about how you worked with somebody via telehealth. Mm-hmm. So you actually can work with people virtually. Yes. Not I, just in person. Because this is something relatively new. I mean, that's something, you know, years ago it was unheard of. But now with our smartphones and, and the video capabilities and everything, you can actually do quite a lot mm-hmm. um, without even being in the same room with the person, can't you? Correct. And especially for people who travel or people who, you know, are really wanting to catch a moment, say, on a Friday night and the next week they may want to meet on a Wednesday and they don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want it to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, I created this whole simple system where you can go onto the website, you select the dates that you want, Mm -hmm. and then um, telehealth now is seen as comparable to in-person support. Mm -hmm. And so what's really beautiful is the flexibility, but then also people are able to be doing deeper work especially around things connected to home um, if that's where they're meeting or office or etc so yes and telehealth now I have a doc something called doxy me which is like a telehealth office Mm -hmm. so you hear you come in and there's beautiful images on the wall Mm -hmm. of the telehealth office (laughs) and so it's meant to be a very welcoming experience and so I found, I mean, I years ago did telehealth for my own support um, with someone I was meeting with out in California, and they were trained in embodied mind-body approaches as well, and it was so transformative for me in the work that I was doing that I launched a whole other segment of Kumba Health through it. Uh, So I said, okay, this is working so powerfully for me. How can I do this for the clients that move? And so I have clients based out of North Carolina, California, um, one interested in Nigeria, so you can nice. be and with the scheduling it just matches your time mm-hmm. zone mm-hmm. oh yeah. beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. so so i'm curious i mean you work both with individuals and you also do groups what percentage would you say is individual versus groups is it like 50 50 it's, it? it's about 
50-50 and all of the organizations that I work with, I also offer individual support to. Mm -hmm. And if it's a larger organization, then I'll partner and make sure that I have development trainers to be able to offer enough individual support for their team. So that's always infused because I believe that it's important. The telehealth is offered both for organizations and for individuals. Right. So, So it's also, it's not just you, but you have other people that you work with that you bring on, I guess, on a project basis Correct. who can handle, you know, larger, uh, uh, larger applications if necessary. Correct. Correct. So what does the future hold for Sacred Walker? The future holds this year we are expanding, and that's beautiful. Um, The future holds that I will continue to be able to be humble, to have relationships and connections like this one where Mm -hmm. I get to meet beautiful people Mm -hmm. and build with them. Mm -hmm. And the future also holds a national series. I've been very conscious of environmental stressors Mm -hmm. and how the change in climate is impacting everyone, and I really want us to... To stay in tune with that love and mm-hmm. that bridge building that hasn't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like somewhere along the way it was, oh my gosh, there's so much happening. And there is this frenzied energy mm-hmm. that we are going into fight or flight with. Yeah. And so my national intention is to really both offer telehealth nationally, mm-hmm. but we're also going through organizations and campuses mm-hmm. to offer these series to be mm-hmm. able to really, you know, address some of the stressors that's students Mm -hmm. are facing that organizations are facing because if you can't focus in your classroom because you have so much going on or you can't lead your management team because you got into an argument with your partner and you don't know why that's not going to help us be you know excellent so that's really what we've been doing are lining up and being in conversation with those who want to build nationally Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's all about fostering a culture of health beautiful beautiful Uh, I mean, given today, like, things are so different than they've ever been before. Mm. People are facing, as you mentioned, like, very different challenges than they have before. I mean, looking at things from the, you know, 50,000-foot level, if you could give our audience just some maybe general advice about, you know, how to deal with challenges today in in maybe a more conscious, more compassionate way, what would you recommend to people? What would you say? I'm going to be straightforward with you here. Okay. So I I know that um, because I have a lot of students that have come to me and and feel helpless Mm. and feel overwhelmed, like, oh, I don't know exactly how to move. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are in tune with the loving power of spirit that you are off the bat, you are making a shift on this planet Mm. off the bat. Every time someone says, makes a law, sets a tone that is against the power of love that you are, you take some time, you sit at the corner altar, you sit at your prayer space, you sit in your car, and you speak loving kindness into your spirit. Let me tell you right now, that has shifted my whole existence, okay? Mm. When people told me I wasn't, I said I was. So I'm going to tell you, God Uh. believes, spirit believes, Lakshmi believes, (laughs) Metta believes that you are love. And right there, when you show up, up as that you will respond so different in your relationships because yes it can feel like there's so many large national shifts the environment is changing the climate is changing on so many so many changes people are changing, people are changing and sometimes you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough so this time is just a time for us to bridge build have mm. after you've gotten clear 
Two, have a conversation with someone who looks, feels, or moves different than you. Uh. And I'm I'm telling you right now, I've had the most amazing conversations with people who I never thought I would ever bridge build with that I'm having conversations with that we are now looking at putting on panels together around love. Mm. And so if I can have a conversation with someone who's different, that means that on a national level, we are looking at bridging divides and that's medicine. So that's, that's honestly you getting clear about the love of who you are. And I know you all know this because you're putting likes and loves on there. So, um, but just don't forget that because I found that that to be powerful. Yeah, my my friend Julian says, uh, "Love is the greatest power of the universe." Ashe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got to like that one. Yes. All right, sacred. So, um, it's been p- wonderful having you here during the hour. Um, if people want to learn more about you, learn about Kumba Health, your services, your offerings, where can they go? Where can they find out more information? So, I would say the best way to be in contact because everything is on our website. You mm-hmm. can literally Google Sacred Walker. Um, Sacred Walker Black Women, Sacred Walker Kumba Health, it'll pop up. That's usually the first one because I'm Googleable. Um, but Kumba Health, if you search for our website, Kumba means creativity in Swahili. Ah. It means to leave the community better than you found it, more in alignment mm. with its divine purpose. So if you look up Kumba, Kumba is two U's, K U U M B A, health. Just Google Kumba Health. You will find all the information. You can look me up on the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. But yeah. all of that is on our website. And information about the telehealth is under the individual coaching page. But then we all we have all sorts of good stuff. We have a Love Medicine TV channel. We have all kinds mm, of good stuff. Nice. But all of that is going to be found on the website. Reach out. Give me a call. I'm open. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to connect. And, and do you have any events coming up that you want? to just briefly mention just in a minute sure for people who are local on october the 21st at 10 union square i'm going to be having a stress management for caring professionals event happening at 11 a.m so do come out it's going to be focused on incorporating some stress management techniques some heart and some art-based transformative leadership building. So come, exhale, just bring yourself, um, and you know, you'll learn more about some other things we have coming up. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Sacred, so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule oh, to come in pleasure. studio today. Yeah. It was so wonderful, and I always like being able to show off my beautiful guests uh, on the Facebook <laughs> live stream. Let me flip it around just real quick. And uh, so just a quick reminder, please stay tuned. Coming up next, immediately following my show, Oscar Nordstrom with his show Off the Beaten Path followed by a brand new show of uh, with Adam Weinberg and his show uh, Is It Plugged In? So two, two fun shows that uh, immediately precede mine. Um, uh, next week again uh, uh, September 20th uh, premiere of the Governor's Mansion, 9 p.m. Wednesday night on the 20th. Larry Sharp returns to the Talking Alternative Broadcasting Network and talkradio.nyc. Thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you for all the love, all the likes, all the Facebook shares. Um, even if you're catching this on the replay, please share this video, share this podcast with your friends. Spread the word so we can, ha- as, as Sacred says, uh, bridge the divide. Right. So thank Thank you all so much, and we will talk to you next week.
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your digital connectors connectors. (laughs) (laughs) hey all you crazy listeners looking to boost your business Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 